Hello, folks. This is uh, the NWR Newscast, episode 17, I oh, you got the Oh, you got the number right. Awesome. Oh, nice. <laughs> totally off the, off the cuff. I, I didn't think you were going to do it. <laughs> I didn't either. I honestly didn't. I was just pulling a number out of my ass. Well, uh, good guess. Um, good guess. You folks will notice that Andy's taking the week off, so we have uh, staff news hound Pedro Hernandez here. What are you talking about? I'm Andy. I just got a new accent, and my, and my name is <laughs> Andy. Andy moved to Puerto Rico in the past two weeks, oh, yeah. and uh, he developed an accent rather rather quickly. And I um, eagerly uh, changed anyway. my name. <laughs> <laughs> he now goes by the name um, Pedro Hernandez. That's right. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, that's Pedro Hernandez. Uh, uh, Pedro, I'm going to have you pimp your new project, sir. Go ahead. Oh, me? Yeah, Andy, sorry. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm sorry. Um, I have a new website called filmstreetmemories.blogspot.com. Uh, it's a website dedicated to classic movies. I review them, I talk about the references, and many other stuff like that. So please check it out when you can. You're going to love it. Yeah, it's a, it's a really cool site. I know both Zach and I are fans of the Facebook group, which you should all join as well. And Zach even yeah. did, a, did a really cool picture making fun of singing in the rain and how you might get pneumonia yeah, yeah. from it. Yeah. yeah, that's something that I really thought of after watching the movie. Like, he's singing in the rain, he's getting really wet, and I'm thinking, wouldn't you get pneumonia from doing that? Because you got yeah, like really, he, really he's... wet. <laughs> He's using, you know, his his lungs are probably all uh, swollen from singing and out in the rain. It's it's just bad news. It's still a great scene, though. I love that scene. Yeah. It is a good scene. Uh, okay, cool. So we'll actually put a link to that uh, the blog on the show notes. Note to Yay! Andy. <laughs> and, then, and then the vo- other voice you've been hearing is Neil Ronahan, who is As going through usual. Hell Week at college. Yes, uh, I'm uh, in the finals of my last semester of undergrad, so by the next... that's what he tells us, because yes. he's been away from the site predominantly. Yeah, actually, I've been uh, going to strip clubs, um, spending my time there. <laughs> I started mainlining acid. Are, you having, that's the, are thing. you having the Republican Party pay for it? <laughs> oh, yes, I am. Get your oh, PA, yeah. and it's right to the unemployment line. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I'm doing. I'm pretty much uh, graduating college, so I cannot work. But uh, that means yeah, you'll see a lot of me on the website because I won't have anything else to do. <laughs> <laughs> I can so. relate to that very, very well. <laughs> What's All your right. major in, Neil? Uh, I'm a major in English, so uh, as, as some would say, that's a, that's a major in nothing. So um, Is it rhetoric or uh, literature? Uh, writing, actually. That's rhetoric. Good yeah, man. More or less. Except for... Uh, Good man. Yeah. And you have a project that you're pimping that just came up today. Um, well, we'll talk about that a little. Well, I'll get into that oh, a little okay. later because what you review and oh. I haven't been reviewing much, so uh, I'll tease that for later. Oh, it's okay. Extra Life, if you know what it is on the site. That's right. It's there. There's yeah. been two of them, but I'm gonna I'm gonna steal the reins from Zach and uh, host yes, this. Yes, I was bitch. about to hand it over to you after I introduced myself, but and, go ahead. And uh, what we got for you this week, uh, we're gonna go through some news stories, including uh, the delays with uh, Metroid Other M and other, uh, well, not really other delays. Well, there's one other delay, and the Nintendo um, downloadable lineup for the next couple months or month, um, and then a few other news stories, and then we're gonna go into what you're reviewing slash doing. Because, uh, I'm going to try and keep it quick this week. Yes, uh, it's going to be a quicker episode for Andy's sanity with editing, because he's been going through a rough week with work, and I guess just for all sanity, 
in general. I've I have a final tomorrow morning, so um. Oh, he's going to get, get yeah. even even crazier once once he tries to edit my accent. He'll <laughs> 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 put it through like a like a T pain um voice changer yes. thing. But let's get right to the news. And uh, first, there's been a Nintendo release date update, as we mentioned before. And we talked about it last uh, the last show. It was rumored then, but now it's confirmed. Metroid Other M is going to be delayed from June 27th to August 31st, which I'm not sure if that's the uh, a placeholder date or the real date. I guess we'll probably find out for sure at E3. Um, and in the wake of that, Sin and Punishment Star Successor moved from June 7th to June 27th which is the spot that Metroid Other M previously occupied. Now, uh, we won't linger on this too much, but I guess, Pedro, we'll ask you, what, what are your thoughts on this delay? Well, I'm completely unaffected by it. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what? I definitely, like, I know, I know Zach and I talked about two weeks ago about how we were really bummed mm. out about Metroid being delayed, but the more I think about it, the more I'm kind of glad because it gives me more time to, you know, spend on Super yeah. Mario Galaxy 2, actually Make place in a punishment. Yeah, like um, I'm 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 excited to have more time with games, I guess. And th- there's a lot of games coming out in the next month or so. This is typical of Nintendo because when they oh, had two, totally is. when they had two games on one month, I was surprised by it because I said, "This is a Nintendo. They don't like to do that. They like every game to be to be free, to be to get its own spotlight." So when they had Sin and Punishment at the beginning of the month, then Metro Metro at the end, I was like. Okay, that's really interesting. So, yeah. now, so now that they moved it to August, I say, okay, now it's typical. Now it's yeah, normal. I mean... I mean, this is really this is what everyone expected from from the get go. I know um, on the the RFN prediction show that that's what they said is Metroid in August yeah. and you know Mario around yeah. May. Yeah, they said if any of the games get pushed back, it'll be Metroid. Yeah, and I mean, I think we knew that from the start. Sin and Punishment has been done. I mean, it's out in Japan. We just yeah. had uh, the import review from uh, Greg Leahy yeah. went up, uh, and, it, and it and it comes it. out in uh, Europe at the end of this week. Um. But, I mean, that's done. We know that. So it's really, the, the delay with that is just to, to fill the hole, to spread it out a little more, which totally makes sense. And I guess Metroid Other M just got caught up in, a, you know, um, in production. I mean, we don't know if they're going to change some things around and maybe add in nunchuck support. Something tells me that's not the case. Something tells me it's just the production got held up a little bit. They'll add a, uh, Team Ninja will add a volleyball minigame. <laughs> well, uh, going on, or Pedro, do you have anything, any final thoughts on this? Oh yes, they're going to have all movie movie physics. <laughs> She's wearing a metal suit, but that doesn't matter. And the and the metroid. It's going to jiggle. It's going to jiggle. I tell you that it's going to the jiggle. The metroid membranes are going all over the place. Well, mo- moving on. Uh, also, in this press release that announced the delay, they uh, revealed some dates for some downloadable titles. Photo Dojo is coming out next Monday on May 10th, and it will be free. free. It will be free for the first month it's out, and then it will be two $2 after that. I believe uh, June 10th is when it will move back up. And I'm actually, uh, I'll, I'll plug this here. I will be participating in a photo dojo journalist tournament in New York City on nice. Friday. Um, our own Aaron Kalutska, uh, he participated in the San Francisco version today, but he lost to IGN's Craig Harris. Oh. So uh, hopefully I will, uh, you know, be the victor in this New York bracket and get to go and fight face off against Craig Harris and Bill Trinan and the winner of the LA regional. But, um, now, I mean, hopefully the fingers game crossed. Where you take a picture of yourself and it puts it on a, like a little fighting character. Yeah. And then it's a very simple, I played it, uh, it was at PAX East. Um, basically it's like, uh, you, you play it, 
um, you, you can play multiplayer on one system where, like, you move with either the D-pad or the buttons. Deep, yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, it's kind of clunky, but it's, it's I mean, for free or $2. It's free. It's, 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 that, it's, toy, it's, money. it's that toy. It's that toy. Neil, do you have to take a picture of your face? Um, no, you can take a picture of whatever the hell you want, Zach. All right. And moving moving down the list, um, I'm going to kind of just run down this. If anyone wants to comment on the game, interject. Um, Earthworm Jim DSiWare is coming out on May 10th. BitTrip Runner. Yes? Is this going to be a straight port? Is it going to be a straight port of the crappy buggy GBA game or a real port of the real game? Or a new I, I believe I believe it's uh, like an up port almost. Like it's it's... Hmm. I guess I would kind of compare it to the Rayman DSiWare game, which came oh, okay. out at the end of December, which nice. was basically the same game, but with a little like DSi feature stuff. Like I think it, yeah. I think this uses the camera and somehow, but that's coming out next nice. week, so we'll find out more about it. You know, you know next Monday, and uh, Bitrip Runner, which is uh, the rhythm platformer from Gaging Games, the fourth in the Bitrip series, is coming out on May seventeenth for WiiWare. Um, that's, I mean, that looks like a really cool game. It was at PAX East once again. And, um, that one is going to be awesome. Because yeah. I, think I mean, I may, I may be as bold as to call it the best game in the B3 series because it looks so well done. Yeah. I mean, definitely from what I played, it's, it's more like the Bitrip games. I love the style of them, but they lost me a little bit with, I guess, like the hardcore gameplay. And I can, I can say from playing that the PAX East demo is that this is still brutal. This is still unforgiving. But it's it's more of a concept that I feel it's, it's it has a broader appeal because it's a it's a rhythm platformer as opposed to like rhythm pong or rhythm whatever the hell core was and whatever the hell Roy was. <laughs> yeah. And also going down the list, uh, Metal Torrent, which was shown off at GDC, is coming out on May twenty fourth, and Xscape from uh, uh, my one of my favorite uh, I guess portable developers at Q Games um, is coming out on May thirty first. Those are both for DSiWare. And also, we have some kind of strange ones that popped up that we hadn't really heard about for North America, including Luxley's Lineup, which is coming out on May 17th. Um, it's a unique take on the Hidden Picture games, and uh, you play as a rabbit who needs help to find inspiring objects so he can finish the story he's writing. The objects are hidden in 3D dioramas <laughs> made up of cutout layers that shift as you move the Nintendo DSi system. So yeah, basically, cool. it uses camera controls to move around in 3D space. It already came out in Japan. It was called Hidden 3D Pictures. Supposedly, it's a, oh, it's yeah. a really cool tech demo kind of thing, and I think it's going to be five bucks. Hmm. Interesting. And also, uh, Flame Tail is coming out on June 7th for DSiWare, and from what I can gather, it's basically the square version of Maboshi's Arcade, which, in all honesty, was the, the lamest part of Maboshi's Arcade, so I'm not terribly <laughs> excited for that. I don't know if you guys... Either of you have even played Maboshi's Arcade? No, I don't even know what that is. I, I recommend it. I love it. It was a WiiWare game. I haven't played out. it either. Played it. It came out like a year and a half ago. Um, and then A Capish Trail, which is developed by Brownie Brown. It's coming out on June 14th. You, uh, uh you know, A Kappa, which is like the little, uh, like the, the mythical river thing or whatever. And then you basically lead him around in different puzzles and, uh, you know, there's a trail, and the cap is on it. I mean, it's Brownie it's Brown. Kokuto. It does sound like it could be Kokuto. Yeah. But, yeah, that's uh, that, that release lineup that Nintendo released. And uh, moving on, we got Super Meat Boy, and it's going to feature less content on, no. the, on the Nintendo version on WiiWare. Which, uh. oh, 
I'm surprised. Like, someone's shitting on Nintendo. I remember hearing about how, um, Super Meat Boy, when they, because now it's coming out on Xbox Live Arcade first, supposedly Microsoft was trying to get them to be exclusive to Xbox Live Arcade, which oh, would have sucked, but supposedly, supposedly Team Meat stuck to their guns and were like, well, we announced it for Wii. I mean, we might screw over it and not release all the content, but, you know, we're, we're going to stay on that system. You have to admire their on the for- loyalty. Mm. Yeah. I mean, Somebody it- on the forums, I forget who, wondered why they don't just split it up into, like, two episodes or something. Because episodic I- gaming is the bane of all gamers. That's why. I mean, it definitely does make sense, but I think the, the main thing here, um, I'm going to read the quote from Edmund McMillan from Team Meat. We have a news story up on the site, I believe Pedro wrote it. Mm. Yeah. We are running in. Uh, here's a quote from Edmund McMillan. We are running into file size issues on the Wii, meaning we will have to cut some music and other things to make it fit. We are not. We are also not doing any online stuff on the Wii because we don't want to push the game back till next year. But these additions won't really affect the main game at all. I'd like mm-hmm. to note that he uh, uses the wrong form of uh, effect. For, uh, ah, for that he, last does. he does. He oh, does. Um, you've been you've been grammar hammered, Edmund McMillan. You're a cool guy, but you've been grammar hammered. To serve and correct. Yes. But, um, I mean, I guess it seems like the bigger problem here is it, it's the online stuff, which is, I, I, I personally think, has more to do with how stupid Nintendo's online system is than it does have to do yeah, with the file limit or yeah. time. I feel like if I mean, it was actually, well... Where a game has, you know, has online, significant online content anyway. Yeah. I mean, offhand, I, I can think of some user-generated content stuff, and I guess maybe DIY showcase, but like, mm-hmm. not really too much. I can talk about that later. Yeah. Yes. Well, 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 you'll be talking about that in what you're reviewing, because uh, Pedro reviewed both DIY and DIY showcase, but we'll save that for later. And now we're going to talk about Tatsunoko versus Capcom and how it beat sales expectations. I'm going to kick this off with a quote from Capcom's Seth Killian. Tatsunoko vs. Capcom certainly beat the initial expectations. It didn't set any land speed records, but it was a success. And that's really saying something, considering that we're talking about a game that was not only never going to come out, but has a title that most people can't even pronounce. Uh, I, nice. I'm thrilled about this, because it's such a good game. Yeah, I mean, it's it's really well done. And uh, I've, I've been playing a little bit of it recently, and, I mean, it's just... It's a really good game, and it's a solid 2D fighter. There's not really that many... Not many new fighters coming to Wii. I mean, oh. uh, the virtual console we released that we're going to talk about later is King of Fighters, and I mean that's a that's a 2D fighter on Wii, but it's not a it's not a new one. It came out 15 years ago. Different. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is this is a great game, and I mean, I I, I really would like to see how uh, how um, Marvel vs. Capcom 3, which was announced uh, like I think two or three weeks ago. Um, that, that, I mean, they share the same producer because it's all the Versus series. I'd really like to see how Marvel vs. Capcom 3 takes what was brought into Tatsunoko vs. Capcom and merges it with the Marvel vs. Capcom style. And I'm, I'm excited to see that. And I'm excited to see, uh, you know, the, the sales results from Tatsunoko vs. Capcom. It's a great game. Do you mean, when you say additions from Tatsunoko vs. Capcom, I, I don't know what you mean because... They actually, they, it's like they yeah, simplified, they, they, they simplified they reduced Marvel vs. Capcom too. It, it, well, I mean, just the, the style of it was, was slightly oh, okay. different. Yeah, it was. Oh, I agree there. And, uh, you know, if I could get on a soapbox for a second... All right, well, it bothers I'll, I'll lay out the box that, for you. Do All right, go. I it know bothers you. me that... <laughs> feel free. Many of our listeners might, too. 
Uh, it bothers me that so many Wii owners on certain forums are begging for Marvel vs. Capcom 3 to come out on the Wii when A, it probably can't handle Marvel vs. Capcom 3, and B, you just got Tatsunoko vs. Capcom. Play that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I do love Marvel characters, but Tatsunoko vs. Capcom is a fantastic game. Yeah. I agree completely with Zach. I once I told someone that that Marvel vs. Capcom 3 is going to be made on, on uh, going to be made on an HD heavy engine. So that's mm-hmm. automatically right there say we won't see this game on Wii. In fact, I, I can bet anything that we will see Tatsunoko vs. Capcom 2 first, then Marvel vs. Capcom 3 on Wii. Better. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I would really be interested to see if they make a sequel of Tatsunoko vs. Capcom. I mean, I don't know how well it's sold in Japan, but I mean, if it's sold well and it's it's beat expectations here, then maybe we'll see another game. But I, I would imagine we wouldn't see that until after Marvel vs. Capcom 3, because I assume sure. that a majority of that of the Tatsunoko team is working on Marvel. I would love to, I would love to be a, to see a sequel just to see the Samurai Pizza Cats. Yes, and Phoenix yeah. Wright. And, Samurai and Pizza Speed Cats, Racer. Speed Racer, Phoenix Wright. Uh, let's throw in Miles Edgeworth. That would be fun. I would love that. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be great. <laughs> All right, well, that, that wraps up the uh, the full full-featured news stories, although one of these inevitably will turn into something fully-featured. And now we got some quickies to run by. Um, there was the new Black Wii Bundle was announced at the beginning of this week. It was rumored before then. It's going to be the regular price of $200, or $199.99, and it's going to be... Uh, it, the new bundle comes with Wii Sports, Wii Sports Resort, and a Motion Plus. And it That's comes insane. in... And this is, from now on, every version of the Wii, both white and black, which is the new color, which will launch on May 9th, um, will come with the these games. Way. So, I mean, that's that's pretty much, uh, it's a $50 value with Resort and the Motion Plus. So now you Dude, can basically I, get a I, Wii. You can get I a Wii. I should have waited three years to get my Wii. Yeah, and then you could have gotten it for $200 with two great games, or one game that probably doesn't hold up as well, and one really good right. game. <laughs> Damn my loyalty a... to Nintendo. Damn it. <laughs> I away. <laughs> I uh, if only there was a way to transfer my files onto a black Wii, because then I oh. might buy it. But boo, yeah. no, no, not gonna happen. No. Couldn't you? Couldn't you uh, th- theoretically uh, take the hard drive out of your current Wii and swap it with the yeah, black Wii? I guess I wouldn't recommend it. You'd break warranty. Oh, neither would I. <laughs> But I I'm guess, just saying there must be a way. Well, no, I think there might be. Some, I think there would still be some kind of way that you wouldn't be able to play your games because I think they're tied to your system, which I don't think everything in the system is in the hard drive. I read about some uh, homebrew solution to make a backup hard drive. Oh yeah, yeah, you can use an external hard drive with um with home the homebrew channel, I think. Hmm. But moving on. Anyway, moving on. Um, XSeed is bringing Ivy the Kiwi, question mark, to North America on Wii and DS. Um, this is a platformer uh, starring a, a little bird, um, Ivy. He's a Kiwi, question mark. Um, and it's, it's, it's made by a Prope. Or Maybe. A, I think it's... Ugh, crap. I, I knew how to pronounce it when Let's Tap came out, but I don't anymore. It's either Prope or Prope. Um, it's Yuji Naka's new studio. He was one of the people on Sonic Team that was behind Sonic back in the day, and he left Sonic Team a couple years ago and formed Prope. 
and they made Let's Catch and Let's Tap. Let's Catch, which was my underdog We Wear title of the year from last year. I friggin' love that game. It's so weird. And uh, this is their New next York. game, Ivy the game Kiwi. Game of the Century. Game of the Century. I, I don't I, I can't make such bold statements. But rock band. But um, Ivy the Kiwi... <laughs> It's, That's right. It looks to be it looks to be more in the same vein as Sonic than Let's Tap, which Let's Tap was cool, but it was cool because Let's freaking tap, you know, choose your tapping game, <laughs> not because it's really a good game. I got that. I like that game though. It is a good game. Yeah, it's it's fun, but I mean, as far as something full featured and everything, I, I think that Ivy the Kiwi might be a really cool game. So, um, Activision and Bungie are entering a ten-year publishing deal. And uh, the only reason why this is relevant to us at all is the fact that these games might come to Wii, and some quotes from Bungie, um, the Bungie president, actually kind of lead that direction. They, they don't say anything specifically about, we are making a game for Wii, but they're saying that with this new franchise, they will be exploring the possibilities on Wii. Um, as, as someone who kind of enjoyed Halo, I, I'm excited to see what Bungie's doing in general, and I'd like to see how it could be transferred on the Wii. And I'm not going to hold my, hold my breath over some great Bungie game coming to Wii, but I'm definitely interested. Did they just not, they not reading about the uh, Infinity Ward stuff when they signed the contract? I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, I'm pretty sure this deal has been like months, maybe even a year in the making. Because oh, okay. you have you have to keep in mind that Bungie, I think, split with like, I guess, began the split with Microsoft about like, I don't know, two and a half years ago. So oh, I imagine yeah. sometime in that interim, they probably, you know, shopped it around, probably talked to EA, maybe Ubisoft as well. And settled on Activision, so I, I don't think that I think this deal was done probably before the Infinity War shit even happened. You know what this means, don't you? The next Guitar Hero is going to have uh, like no, it can't because never mind. Master Chief is an unlockable character, but can't because I'm sure Halo is owned by Microsoft and not Bungie. Yeah, well maybe it'll be like a I don't know like Friar Chief. <laughs> maybe they'll do a, like a medieval game. I I don't know. Uh, maybe it'll be like maybe it'll be like when Bethesda made a game for Wii and it'll be medieval games. They're making yeah, fucking that's, Fallout that's and all these other drunk, all these yeah. other supposedly fantastic games and they make fucking medieval games on Wii. Thanks right. a lot, Bethesda. You really yeah. know the market. Well it probably sold <laughs> no, I don't even think it sold well at all. I don't think it did either. It's a target for fifteen dollars. Yeah. Moving on, the Sims <laughs> three is coming to Wii and DS. <laughs> Um, it's also coming out to the other systems, but I know, um, The Sims is, the, the mainline games have never really come to consoles, or maybe an earlier yeah. version did, but I don't think it was any good. Yeah. Um, I don't know exactly how, how it's all going to work. I think there's going to be Wii exclusive modes, DS exclusive modes, but, I mean, The Sims 3, which is one of the biggest selling PC games, is coming to Wii and DS, and everything else as well, so that should be interesting to say the least. I don't understand the appeal of The Sims. You have to tell your Sim when to poop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I, That's not I, in his AI. I mean, the, the thing, the only thing that I always enjoyed about The Sims is reading some of the stories of what people would do in the game and, like, kind of, like, almost break it and how, like, <laughs> people would haunt them and stuff like that. Like, there's a lot you can do within the parameters of that game, which is really interesting. It's just that sure. I, I'm not the kind of person that would really get into that. You'll, you'll be able to now that you're going to be unemployed. Yes, yes, I will be. I will be playing WoW. I'll be putting tens of hours in the Monster <laughs> Hunter. It'll be awesome. You'll Welcome. actually get online with some of your Wii yes. games. Yes, yeah, well, that, that, that's going to be that's going to be the big plus of getting out of college is that I will be actually yeah. able to take my systems online consistently. But 
that that wraps it up for the news, and I'm sorry for all these terrible segues that I've been doing throughout this segment. We really, um, I'd just like to state here that we really need Andy to keep our shit in line, because... It's kind of a slow news week, though. Yeah. I mean, uh, we, we had a lot of tangents. I, I, I hope you people enjoy it. Um, fans of the Drunk Cast, you probably will. Non-fans of the Drunk Cast, I'm actually curious to see what you th- thought about this first segment. <laughs> if it survives <laughs> Andy cutting it. But uh, now we're cut it down to five minutes. <laughs> now we're going to move on to the second segment, which is what you're reviewing, or um, I guess for me it'll be what you're doing. And uh, we'll start off with our guest Pedro. And uh, Pedro, you got a WarioWare DIY to talk about? Yes, definitely. Well, actually, I reviewed the two versions of WarioWare: the DS version and the WiiWare version. I want to talk about the D- DS version because that's the main one. Um, I really enjoyed it. I, if you read my review, I gave it a 8.5. It's a really great game, but the problem is that if you love the WarioWare games for being, uh, you know, crazy, quirky, and because they're so easy to get into, you might not like DIY because when you first start the game, you get like a one-hour tutorial about how to make micro games, and you have to think about it that you spend one hour learning how to make five-second micro games. Think about that for a second. That's not really fun at first, but once you get into it, uh, you can get make some great games. I made a, a bunch of them, and and if you have showcase, the, it complements the package really well because you can upload your games to the WiiWare version, then you can send it to friends who might not have the DS version, and you can share like thoughts and uh, criticisms like. Hey, you could have done this better, you could have done that better, I really like this. Not only that, you get to make um, comics and music and share it with your friends. So, if you get the two versions, you're going to enjoy it. But if you don't get either version, you're going to enjoy it just fine. But you have to be warned that if you, want, if you don't care about making micro games, you might not like why you were doing it yourself. Now, I have a question about the game that, that I've been wondering for a really long time, Pedro. Yes. Um, now, not long ago, that fella who does Shantae, yeah. um, because I'm so starved for Shantae at this point, I'm just looking at micro game videos, but he was able <laughs> to take the sprites from Shantae and put them in his minigame. How do you do that? Well, when you create the graphics, which in the game are called objects, you are given like a grid. So I assume what he did was, he took the oh. sprites, I put it on a grid, and then he saw the dots. Then he replicated the sprites on the game, and that's how you got the perfect sprites. Gotcha. So, so every, like, everything he is... He made a bunch of pixel pixel pictures. Yeah, so everything yeah. is pixels in this game. It's that's not like... awesome. I could do Mega Man shit with this. Oh my god. Yeah, you can. You have to you do can. Mega Man shit with this, and then I'll get Showcase. Yeah. I like, have to buy j- this just game. So you, just so you know, Zach, if you buy the, the DS version and Showcase, that's when I will buy Showcase. Dude, I'll go buy it. I have enough credit, I think, to buy the DS game. I think I can freaking do it. And I know, I, really I know, from my from my angle, like I, I was interested in the DS game because I was interested in the creating aspect. But my thing is, I don't, I don't know if I have the, I guess the, the the ability to make a solid game. Is there? Do they do they offer any kind of like? I guess for people that aren't are, are artistically challenged like myself, do they offer any kind of like a helping hand with creating art assets and stuff like that? Dude. The whole game is a whole tutorial on how to make the games. They teach you how to, <laughs> they teach you how to do the AI, the graphics, 
The coolest thing is that you can take the three main games that the game has and you can borrow the assets of assets for so for example if you want to do a butterfly and you can do a butterfly, you can grab one of the games, grab the sprites and use it on your own games. So the game actually lets you borrow assets assets when you can do it yourself. Alright. Awesome. So so going off of that, how many classic Nintendo micro games did I have? Um, I don't have the exact number, I believe it's uh 10, 20. That's one flaw about the game that the pre-game games are only 90. So if you're expecting, expecting like 200 or so, you won't be disappointed. But if you think about it, the game lets you download other games from other people. So the package is, is fully completed by that. As for classic Nintendo games, uh, I don't remember the exact number, but they have many of them. Yeah, um, they have like all, think, all the all the hits, I take it. Yeah, they have a uh, they have the Star Fox one, they have the, uh, on the Wii version, there's actually a really cool, um, what, Mario Kart one, where you have to hit Mario and hit the other character with the shell. That's really cool. <laughs> nice. Yeah, they I have, mean, I, I definitely, I, I think next time I get my Wii online, I don't know what kind of, what my Wii point situation is, but I, I've been meaning to pick up Showcase, and I'll probably do that once I'm done with school. But, I mean, as far as getting the DS game, I'm kind of up in the air. It really depends on if I can kind of, guess how much value I would get out of creating games, but right now I'm too friggin' yeah. wrapped up in Picross and Pokemon still. Actually, Picross, one, yes. thing that, one thing that Johnny Boy, uh, Jonathan Met said was that the Wii version is actually aimed for people that don't care about the game creation aspect, so they can download that game right. and play and download the games and don't have to worry about making their own. Yeah. Well, uh, I yeah, I'm really interested in this. I might actually have to go pick it up here. Yeah, I recommend I mean, it. I recommend it. It's a really good game. Just so you know that, I, be ready for lots and lots of tutorials. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. as, as long as they teach me something, I don't really mind tutorials. Like, and as long as, I mean, it's Nintendo, so I imagine the tutorials aren't just a wall of text. I imagine that you're actually doing something, right? Yeah, you actually get to do it along with the characters. And the funny thing is that the tutorials are hosted by Wario and Dr. Penny, so they, are, they actually have a nice conversation like, what are you saying? Oh, I don't care about doing this. You do it for me, Penny, and teach, it, teach the player as well. Oh, okay, Wario, I got to teach it for you. And, <laughs> and, then, and then he's like, oh, oh, crap, I cannot stay. I have to go to the bathroom. See you later. Bye. <laughs> Uh, well, the, the, the only way that could be better is if Stephen Fry was uh, doing the tutorials. <laughs> uh, except for I'd never gotten to the create part of Little Big Planet. And I guess well, uh, he narrates the whole thing, though. I mean, yeah. even if you press a button. Well, no, the, 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 the narration in Little Big Planet is is pretty fantastic. Yeah. I I have to admit, though. Uh huh. So, anyways, uh, one of the games that I made as an example, what you can do, since I, I'm doing the Filmstream Memories website. I decided to do like, like the classic movies micro games section. And let me, I made nice. one with Gone with the Wind. Like I had Red Butler and Scarlet in the in the door, and they say, "Frankly, my dear, I don't give a." Then you have to choose Dang or Damn. If you choose Dang, <laughs> the director says cut, and you lose the game. If you choose Damn, the scene continues, and everybody's grabbed and say, "Great." <laughs> that's awesome. That's that's really funny. All and right, let's let's move. Okay, yeah. and and the other one that I made was the it's a wonderful life one where you have George Bailey about to <laughs> jump from the bridge and you and the object is to tap him so that he's he's safe and you see Collins 
Florence are grabbing him and he said, It's a wonderful lunch. And if you let him fall, you get to the jail. Say, No. It's <laughs> too awesome. Holy that, that, crap. That, is, that is awesome. Well, anyway, moving on. I'm sorry about that. It's, it's totally fine. No. Dude. Those, are both, those are both great. Um, so Zach, mm. you've been you've been yes. playing something on DS that's probably far worse than WarioWare DIY. Do you want to yes, talk about that? Yes, very much. You know, uh, can I say that uh, tomorrow, Neil? Because I know we're both still obsessed with Pokemon. You can download a new route on your Pokemon. Oh shit! Really? Yeah, you can download um, uh, Championship Route Road or something. All right, I'm, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to hop online and get that. Yeah. Mystery gifted. Did you get the yellow forest? Yeah, I haven't. I haven't actually walked in that to get the Pikachu though. Yeah, but yeah, tomorrow's the next uh, bonus route. Um, out of curiosity, I mean, this is news, so we can interject with this. But uh, do you oh, know yeah. what's going to be on championship route? Yeah, there's there's uh le- like level five Pokemon that know moves that they wouldn't know if they just leveled up. Okay. So, like there's a Munchlax that knows self destruct. Um, there's a Dusk Skull that knows, I don't know what it knows, but it knows something special, and it comes with a Reaper Cloth, so you can evolve it into a Dusk Noir. Oh, cool. You know, stuff like that. I definitely, I mean, I, I, I can't say enough about how awesome Pokemon is. Like, I don't really want it to change, we've talked about this before, but yeah. just all the different things to it, like, I mean, it's it's very overwhelming, but it's not like you just need Just the to... daily stuff. Yeah, but I mean, just... Just a lot of it is it's it's cool that it's all there. Like I'm not gonna get into everything. I'm not gonna collect them all. Well, I mean, at least not anytime soon. But I just love that it's all there, and I love that I can be like, well, you know, I can I can go to the Pokeathlon and get a shiny stone and evolve my right. my Togetic into a Togekiss, or whatever the hell it's pronounced as. But yeah, I mean, I just yeah. I just like that that's all there for you to do, and it's it's I mean, last ability in this game is practically limitless. In, indeed it is, and I, I have to force myself to take Pokemon out to play this awful, awful How to Train Your Dragon DS game. Oh, so what is, the sti- what is this what is this styled after? It's it's styled, the DS, I don't know about the Wii game, but the DS game I is... I can talk about the Wii game, ta- because I'm reviewing that one. Right. Well, the DS game takes place after the movie, and the Vikings have learned that, hey, dragons are our friends... Cool. So they fight each other. So it's like a what? Okay. <laughs> that's not training so dragons. That's like fucking fighting each other. Like it it ends up being uh like Pokemon. Okay, so it's like but like that is good. It, is it is it like turn based? It is turn based, and you have a list of moves. And in fact, you can but you have like six. You have six moves, not four. And at any you can use a turn to um to exchange one move in your arsenal for your other all the other moves you have available. So you can switch up your attacks, which is kind of cool. Yeah, that, that does sound interesting. And the different there aren't nearly as many kinds of dragons. So far I've only found four kinds of dragons. Um, but I'm like an hour and a half into the game, so I oh. would hope that there are more than four kinds of dragons. Uh, but each dragon, uh, each type of dragon kind of focuses on uh, a certain aspect, like the dragon I started out with, um, uh, which I named Barry. Barry the dragon. He's actually a wyvern. Um, he focuses on poison attacks. Uh, 
that's kind of cool until you realize that another kind of dragon focuses on wounding attacks, which just drains your health in the same way. Uh, so poison is the same as wound. And, uh, you know, you can also burn, which is the same as poison and wound. Um, so that kind of sucks. Can you have more than one dragon in your party at a time? Or no. Is it? Okay. You're walking around with one dragon and you're fighting other dragons. And it's so funny because it's like you'll go on these quests and the quest is like, you know, help me find my pet dragon. It ran away. So you go and find it and you fight it. And then you, like, beat the shit out of it, and you're like, here's your dragon pack, dick. <laughs> exactly. And then it'll say, uh, you need to find so many such-and-suches. You have to do this by fighting dragons. So you go fight dragons. And and really, the only part I enjoy about the game is when you fashion armor for your dragons, you do it through minigames. You uh, uh, touch-based minigames, you kind of scratch a pattern on a piece of metal or you wipe off the metal after it comes out of the press uh, and pour the magma into the mold and, and that part's kind of cool but otherwise it's nothing but fighting dragons now oh, that that sounds pretty shitty well uh, pedro how is the wii version compared to the ds version well the wii version is very different from the ds version from i heard that that say um the Wii version actually reminds me of Sport Hero a bit. If you guys played that game, then you know what I'm talking about. If not, I'm sorry. Anyways, um, the game the game is divided into two gameplay sections. The first part is the adventure part, which is you play as the little boy, Hiccup. Where you go around the village, talking to people, saying, Hey, I need your help finding uh, something, like sex, explained earlier. But then... Um, once you complete the missions, you can take your dragon, train it by altering its stats. Like for example, you can feed him chicken, uh, minerals, so that he, he 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 can grow, he can get a better attacks and stuff like that. And then when you are done with the quest, you go into the tournament, and in the tournament you get to fight other dragons. But in the game, is in the Wii version, it's actually designed like a fighting game where you get to fight the other. Dragons in real time. That's something. Mm. That's something you could know, but the problem is that it's waggle tastic. In other words, you use like waggle, waggle, waggle. Waggle tastic, yeah. The waggle, waggle, waggle is very, very simplistic, so you don't expect anything uh, in depth in the game. And it's really shitty too because um, you get this really, really um, detailed that's for your dragon, like trust, um, friends. That, that your dragon has a lot of stats that you can alter, alter for your benefit. And you can even customize your dragon to look really cool. So it's really disappointing that you Yeah, have you can do that in the DS game too. Yeah, so it's really disappointing that you can do all of these things in with your dragon, but in the actual gameplay, it's so simple. Like, there's a lot of wasted potential here. Also about Definitely. the, the storyline, I would say it's kind of like an alternate version of the movie. Because if you guys see in the movie, the main character, spoiler alert, loses his leg after he defeats the giant dragon. And in the game, the, it doesn't mention that. It kind of, so to me at least, it's kind of like an alternate version of the movie. So that those that didn't see the movie don't get spoiled by the game. Oh, which is, uh, that's uh, nice. It's like a very common problem with DreamWorks game where, you, for example, if you play... Um, Monster versus aliens that you actually get the whole storyline and the movie is spoiled for you 
But in how to set your dragon, the storyline is actually very different, so that you can enjoy it even if you didn't see the movie beforehand. So I that's think true. That's yeah. really cool. I mean, you know, my my biggest thing with the uh, the DS game though is like it tries to be Pokemon, but it clearly does not. Is yeah, not. at least it seems like and the Wii like, version why would isn't you buy that Pokemon. if Pokemon's right next to it. Yeah. I mean, especially the window when it came out, which, I mean, maybe they didn't plan on that when they were making the game, and it mm. just so happened to, but... Something really funny about the game that I had to explain to you guys is that in the Wii version, at least, you can um, catch chickens and sheep and boars, uh, and the funny thing is that when you catch them, you jump on them, you get to fight them, and then they turn into pieces of meat. But what's really, <laughs> but what's really funny is that you know how in some games you can collect and, and decide not to collect them and move on and when you come back the item is still there but in the game essentially the item locks onto you so for example if you kill a chicken you see the piece of chicken like lying on the ground and you walk away the, the flying piece of chicken actually will fly to you and catch you <laughs> yeah so it's really funny especially because i keep saying okay i'll kill you chicken no i don't want you bye bye and she goes like, oh no, I'm go you kill me, you're going to eat me, so I'm going to play to <laughs> I wish it were like that monster hunter. Yeah. yeah definitely. Like you kill the chicken, there's a piece of meat, and it goes flying back to you, it should leave it. It's I had a blast when it happens with the chickens, cool. with the lambs, with the ham. I, I thought that was really, really funny. I keep doing it every time I play the game. Flying pigs. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I'll get to close out this segment by talking about Extra Life, which um is uh, yeah, actually it came out in between the two newscasts. So this is a brand new thing for any people that just listen to the newscast, which you shouldn't. You should be going to NintendoWorldReport.com to uh you know read all the great content that we put up there and see our other podcasts and our specials and stuff like that. But Extra Life is a new uh, weekly feature that I started where I look at games that I missed, that, that were either I don't know anything about, were critically acclaimed. So far, I have done Prince of Persia The Fallen King for DS, which, spoiler warning, is kind of a piece of shit. And um, <laughs> this week, uh, today actually, it just went up, I did Silent Hill Shattered Memories, which is, as, uh, as Andy talked about on the show a couple episodes ago, probably a, a long time ago at this point, because it came out back in December, um, it's Silent Hill Shattered Memories looks awesome, and I'm only about an hour or so into it, because really I've only played what I had for the feature, which, by the way, for, for the feature, I play about an hour or so of the game, and kind of like live blog my thoughts, although it's not a live blog, I, I type Do down notes, and I edit it. it. What? Do you own the game, or are you renting it? Um, I got it off a of Gamefly. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. But um, it kind of came in at the right time, because right as I was like coming up with Extra Life, it, it kind of fell into my lap, and I was like, well, I should totally do this for it, because I've been wanting to play yeah. it, and I really, I mean, I don't know that much about it, outside of like what Andy talked about on the show. But I mean, I it's... I like that little, I like the comment you tossed in about uh, what Sybil would look like in my game. Yeah. But I mean, it's just, it's, it's the atmosphere in this game. I mean, honestly, in the hour that I played, I didn't really do too terribly much, except for, except for Watch. But I was so enthralled with it, because like the... The, the the graphics on it. I mean, it's not like that. It's not like it's the most graphically this graphically amazing game, but everything works so well. The particle effects are great. Like certain parts have kind of like a grainy filter over it to make it kind of seem like an like an old horror, like an old spooky thriller or something. Right. 
and just I mean like the it's almost like there's just the way they tell the story is very interesting and the uh, the psychiatrist office scenes which so far I've had two of them are just so cool because they put you you know it's in the first person so you're looking at the psychiatrist you can kind of drift off left or right um, I was reading after I finished the article that um, one of the parts in the game that I was in I was in a I was with this Sybil character that I, I honestly know nothing about except for that she's a cop and she drove me somewhere um, but I it, I noticed, like, I was in the back of a cop car with her, and if I stood still, she would say something. But if I moved my head around a lot, she would say something different. And there just seems to be a lot nice. of these small these small differences that you can do depending on, you know, what items you collect, where you go. I mean, I was reading up about, like, the hour or so that I played, and there was a lot of things that I that I missed over because I, I didn't know. But, like, there's... there's, you, a, there's you, a should, you should do a... Uh, you, should, you should talk about it for 30 minutes... We'll put a spoiler tag around it in the show notes, and uh, uh, my reference is probably being lost. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're it's going like to heavy look... rain on Wii. Yeah, that's what I'll say. <laughs> but I, I mean, it's 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 a really it's it seems like it's a really cool game. I can't wait to dive further into it, which I'm almost done with school stuff, so I'll get a chance to. And it's also in GameFly, so it kind of trumps a lot of things. So I can send it back and get another game. Yeah, but, I really want to play that. Yeah, I really want to play that. Yeah, I, I want to play it too. I have a feeling that I'm going to eventually buy it, but I'll probably wait for it to drop in price because um, I'm going to be jobless soon. And, and honestly, it, I, I can see it dropping in price pretty quickly. Yeah, I think it's down to like 40 bucks now. I think that the buy it price oh, wow. on, on Gamefly is like 30 which is still a little out of my range. But it, it seems like there's a lot of replay value in this game, and I'm, I'm really Definitely. excited to play more, more of it. And uh, check out Extra Life. Um, for you newscast listeners... I will give you a hint of what's coming up next week, and uh, this will also give you a hint of what's going on next week. Um, as you might remember from last feature, we're doing a WiiWare feature to celebrate the second anniversary, and I will be, for Extra Life next week, I will be buying a WiiWare game that was critically acclaimed that I never played. So, uh, yeah, um, take mm. it out what you will. It came, out, it came out early on in the WiiWare life cycle, and that's, that's all I will say. Um... I, I don't really think it's that hard to guess. Oh, I'll bet I know what it is. I'll bet um, I know what it is. Save it for after the show. Well, I will save you guys, it. You guys all guess. And and someday I'm going to uh, send you a uh, logo, sir. Yes, yes. And Zach should be working on a logo. That um, um, We're two weeks in and there's no logo. Come on, man. Oh, just ask, just ask Pedro. It takes about six months for me <laughs> to get any work done. <laughs> all right. Actually, you don't pressure. You don't rush art. So leave That's it right. There. Thank you. you That's right. Art. So that's why I'm willing to wait an eternity just as long as the final image is perfect. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, I, mean I, I have I have my Leighton Neil that um yep. that that I cherish. It's uh it's a Facebook profile picture. If if anyone actually cares to see it, I'll uh, I'll post it in the talkback thread. But you have to ask for it. Damn it. <laughs> and, and, and with that, uh, we're going to take a quick break and we'll come back with the new releases and close out the show. Welcome back to NWR Newscast, episode 17. Uh, in the second half here, 
we will talk about the new releases. And let's start off with the WiiWare games for this week. Kicking off the batch is five arcade gems from Nord Current. It's a uh, it's a collection of five wacky arcade games that um, uh, are arcade games that you have never played before, like Templar Bashing, Pizza Jungle Delivery, um, RC Buggy Madness, Lumberjack Trials, and Whirling Rangers. Oh my so, gosh, you've never played Lumberjack Trials? Oh my god, I played Go Play Lumberjacks. Does that count? Sure, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it does. Pizza delivery? That sounds game of the year material right there. <laughs> that's uh, that's seven hundred Wii points. So if you want to spend seven dollars on five arcade gems that aren't actually from the arcade, um, then you can go and you can go and pick that up. That's a bizarre also, price point for WiiWare. Yeah, I mean it's it's been done before, but it is one of those weird ones that and like six hundred points. But the the second game from uh two Mondays ago was Brain Drain from Enjoy Gaming Limited, who hit these past two weeks like a fiend. I think that's their first of three games across WiiWare and DSiWare. Um, that's rated E for everyone, and it's $5. It's a it's a, it's a a puzzle game where uh, I guess it's like you unscramble things, and there's like 200 puzzles, and you can do it in uh, different difficulty levels and timed. Yay. But here's a game that actually sounds kind of cool. It's called Zombie Panic in Wonderland from Akeoni Studio. Um, it's a thousand points, and here's the description for it. A sudden wave of zombies is attacking Wonderland. To save your friends from the spell of Amorous Zombies, you'll have to solve the mystery of the scented dwarves in time and put an end to the evil power hidden in the castle in the northern city. Game features include cutscenes, music with lyrics, seven playable characters, hidden levels, final bosses, multiple weapons, non-stop zombie attacks, explosions, demolitions, and fire. And I think the hook with this is that, like, you play as, like, I think, like, a, a weird range of, like, fairy tale and literature characters. Like, I think you might play as Alice from Alice in Wonderland. I think Snow White's in there, and they have mach- and Little Red Riding Hood, maybe. And uh, they have machine guns, and you friggin' kill zombies. <laughs> it, With just, fire. it just seems like... It, it, sounds, it sounds like it's pretty fun. Um, I don't know exactly how well it is. The concept seems cool, though. It reminds me of uh, that... That, uh, like, what, Little Red Riding Hood zombie barbecue or whatever that came out, uh, like, a year or two ago oh, for yeah. DS. Yep. That and does sound fun. The last game on WiiWare for the past two weeks is Kung Fu Funk, Everybody is Kung Fu Fighting. It's from Stickman Studios, and it's for one to four players, and it's, uh, 500 points. And Pedro, you're actually, uh, gonna be reviewing this. Yes, I am. Prepare for some Kung Fu Fighting. Yeah, uh, uh I <laughs> 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 so, so what do you have to say about this, uh, this game, so far? Well, or like, saw, or like, what are you anticipating? I guess. Well, I saw the trailer on the Nintendo channel the other day, and it looks like a pretty standard we were multiplayer party game that they had the people play. The only difference is that instead of casual mini games, you get mini games based around. Uh, karate training, like catching a fly with your chopsticks and, and breaking um, the bricks with your hand. It looks like a pretty typical standard Wii, Wii like, minigame release. So I'm not expecting much out of it, to be honest. No, that, that sounds kind of lame. I know mm-hmm. these guys also made a Dragon Master Spellcaster, which I think was very ambitious but didn't really turn out too well. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, uh, good luck with that. Uh, I imagine, uh, yeah, you should be getting that in the next day or two, I, I hope. Yeah. And uh, for DSiWare, there's 
tons of DSiWare games. This is really the only thing that's gotten um, a bulk of updates. I mean, we had four WiiWare games over the past two weeks, one virtual console game, and um, about, I think, 10 or 11 DSiWare games. So let's rattle down this list. Ferrari GT Evolution from Gameloft. It's a, it's a racing game for 800 points. Um, yeah, I think it's based on a mobile version. So that that's cool, mm. I guess. There's also Dodo Go from Neko Entertainment. Um, they made Face Ease, or Faces, however you want to say it. I, I did a little uh, Im- impressions for that, uh, which, yeah, I mean, that was a pretty cool game. I don't really know anything about what Dodo Go is, but you use different structures and abilities to guide bouncing dinosaur eggs to safety on the touchscreen. Hmm. It's $8, there's 100 missions, and a bunch of bonus ones to explore. System Flaw Recruit, from um, our friends over at Enjoy Gaming Limited, is basically a $5 version of System Flaw, which was the kind of shitty DSi-exclusive <laughs> game that I reviewed last year, where um, basically using the uh, the external camera on the DSi, you uh, it's like a it's like a shooting game where you have to move the camera around and kind of like go around in 360 degrees and, and shoot enemies. It's it's kind of cool, but that that's about it. The concept is cool, and the, the actual game is pretty bad. But if you want to try it for five bucks, then it might be worth checking out. Um, Don't Feed the Animals from publisher Electron Jump Games is 500 Nintendo DSi points. Um, it's a strategic defense game about children who have been hoarding their treats all summer in their backyard fort. They've attracted the attention of the local wildlife. The backyard is on the edge of the forest. To defend their treasure, the kids use all the materials at their disposal to create three types of robots, melee, sound, and water bots. So now they have robot. Uh, what the hell? <laughs> These bots act like a tower does in a tower defense game. Okay, now it makes oh. sense. Keeping the enemy from the base. So basically it's a tower defense game in which you are fighting animals with robots. Well, why not? For five bucks? Well. Maybe, maybe. I mean, it, it, oh. it's a crazy world out there. And there's also boss bosses that uh, you uh, you face off, and if one of them I'm... reaches a ba- the base, the game is lost. I'm just getting sick of tower defense. Yeah, I mean, it's funny, because I never really even played tower defense games that much, but just hearing about them makes me sick of them. Yeah, they're the go-to portable game. Yeah. And uh, Puffin's Let's Roll is the next DSiWare game from Ocean Other Ocean Interactive, which I think they've, they have they made uh, Puffin's Adventure. It's uh, It was a retail release, I believe, last year. And this is a part of that game where you reunite the missing baby puffin eggs with their mothers. Um, several eggs have been misplaced, and they're just about ready to hatch. Use an innovative new control scheme to roll the egg around 20 levels of fiendish puzzles. So this is another egg-rolling game. Um, that, that's kind of cool, hmm. I guess. But Other Ocean Interactive also made Dark Void Zero, so that's, that's pretty Ooh. cool. Um, I... I the game of Puffin's Adventure, I believe, came out last year. I don't know how well-received it was. I don't think it was that well-received, though, but I could yeah. be wrong. And the last game from this week was Scrabble Slam from Electronic Arts, which is, a, uh, I guess, a portable version of a Scrabble card game in which, basically, I think you make a bunch of four-letter words. I don't, I don't know. Lauren actually got me the card game for my birthday, but I haven't played it yet. It's sitting there. I, I I unwrapped it and looked at the rules, but I haven't played the game, so I can't really tell you how how it works. Hmm. But uh, that is 500 points. And for the rest of DSi, where we have Balloons, which is uh, for 500 points, it's an exciting puzzle game based on the simple fact that popping balloons is fun, which which I guess <laughs> it is. 
It's actually um, very loud and not fun at all. <laughs> Sometimes it is fun. Um, Maybe if they I, made like a bubble wrap. <laughs> bubble, but bubble wrap isn't as catchy as balloons. True. Um, there's also a uh, Soko Mania from Cinemax. Um, that several crates have been placed on the playing area. Players must control a figure that can push the crates forward. The aim is to get all the crates to their designated places. Players select the episode they want to play and the level they wish to start at. Only completed levels, highlighted in green, and the first unfinished level in each episode are accessible. By repeating previously finished levels, players can try to finish them with fewer crate movements. But be warned, those movements are added to the total movement number of the actual game. So for the best number of movements, it's advisable to finish the game in one run. Um, the final Enjoy Gaming Limited of uh, the Enjoy Gaming Limited game of this episode is Bounce and Break, which, uh, yeah, um, it's a, it's a game. <laughs> <laughs> I, I swear to you guys, when I was writing the Nintendo Diaries, I had no idea what they were talking about. So I had to like do do stuff, uh, interdimensional <laughs> stuff. It just so like it doesn't make I, I sense mean, at all. That annoys me. I mean, I mean, I, I I do. I mean, I, I wrote the, I wrote the week before this, so like that I was more familiar with those games, and I I always read these over whenever I'm whenever I'm you know hosting this segment. And this one, I just remember looking at it. I was like, I have no idea. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna read the description here. It's not the, too not too long. In this Zen world, you will play in four different universes. Each universe is divided into four seasons. The best two scores are saved in the top ranking table. Be the best player to enter this Hall of Fame. There are two different game modes, Classic and Orientation. Depending on which mode has been selected, the game's <laughs> rules will change slightly. There are many different bonuses that can be collected during the game. What the fuck is the game? What's the game? <laughs> like, they talk about all these things that are, like, different parts of it, but they don't tell you what you actually oh do. It's gosh. just, you're in a Zen world, and I guess I guess you just bounce and break things. <laughs> I, I mean, maybe we're overthinking it. Think the title is self-explanatory. For five dollars, I'm not interested in something that I don't know what it is. I like to call it the the art house game of for DSI work, the art house <laughs> game, because it doesn't make sense. Yeah, people expect you to like it because it's so innovative. But buy it. For real, buy it. Yeah. Do you guys remember the uh, the old arcade game, the Balloon Bros, where you shot a spear and popped a giant balloon and it split? No, no, I do not. Really? It sounds fun. No. Oh, you well, don't, remember, I'm young. <laughs> you don't... Oh, there goes Pedro. You don't remember that game, or you don't like it? I, I don't remember it. Man, it was fun. You should look that shit up sometime. It's a great game. It's, but, it's uh, basically uh, just avoid being hit by ever-dividing balls. Uh, yes. Pedro was back. There he is. I'm sorry about, about that. Sorry. It's, right. It is all right. All right, now that Pedro's back, let's move on to the next game, which is 1001 Crystal Mazes Collection from Taeon, who is uh, quite prolific on DSiWare. Um, it's basically uh, you're trying to move jewels around mazes, which there's hmm. there's 1001 of them. Oh, wow. it says more than 1000, so I assume <laughs> there's 1001. Over I don't know why, why, why they say more than 1000 when the actual number of the amount of mazes in the game is in the title. Yeah. Unless maybe there's a bonus mage in the maze and it makes it 1002. Actually, I was going to say that maybe about crystal mazes, Taeyeon is counting the tutorial level as the first level. Think about yeah, it. Yeah, so may maybe there's uh, 1002. I, yeah. I, I don't know. Like, well, well, someone has to go out and find that for us. So, no, Nintendo you Life really will review this and find it out for us. There you go. <laughs> 
And um, the final DSiWare game of the week is Crazy Golf from publisher DTP Entertainment AG. Disturbing which, uh, the peace. Yes, I guess Disturbing the Peace Entertainment Alpha Gamma. Like, I, I don't know. <laughs> but it's $5, and it's a golf game. There are seven different courses with six different holes, so it's not like real golf, because apparently it's there's crazy like 18 golf. holes. Or even nine holes, but there's seven with six, so that means there, there's 42 holes I'm in confused. total. I'm not good at math. Me neither. So, You're an English major, game. so am I. <laughs> uh, maybe Ludacris is an unlockable character. <laughs> If it was, then I think James Jones needs to review this game, because it sounds like the successor to King of Clubs. Yes. Which, as we all know, uh, James, it, it drove James to sickness when he uh, reviewed King of Clubs. Yeah, I remember that. Drove him to drink. And, and let's uh, let, let's end this beast on um, the only virtual console game of the past two weeks, which is Whoa. the King of Fighters 95, which originally came out on Neo Geo. It's... um. You know, for one to two players, because it's a 2D fighter, and it's nine dollars or nine hundred Wii points. Now, for one thousand Wii points, or what I like to call dollars, ten dollars, uh, you can go out and find at any junky used game store a copy of the uh, King of Fighters compilation disc on Wii, which has like eight games. Um, and really, they're all the same. Let's, yeah, let's I mean, that's the thing. Is like, how, how much is really different between these, these yearly versions? I know I, I wrote the article with this involved, and I was trying to look into that, and it seems like all they did were, like, add a few characters. Add a few characters, change some movesets, but yeah, it's, yeah. it's they often, most of them on the compilation disc use the same sprites. Oh, okay. Now, on the, uh, I will say, on the compilation disc, I don't know if, if maybe they removed it on the virtual console, uh, they they kept in my Shiranui's uh, bouncy animations, which makes the game very cool. <laughs> That's like the reason why you got it. You're perhaps, like, perhaps. Maybe they'll have it. I mean, this is only $10. It's a risk worth taking. It is. Go buy the compilation disc. I think that's the shame between games. Like, in every game that my appears in, the breasts keep getting bigger and bigger and jigglier and jigglier. <laughs> and hey, King of Fighters 13, she's going to be in that. What's up? Yes. <laughs> I, I can't I'm say a sad, really, sad man. I can't say I've ever really followed uh, King of Fighters at DS that much. King of Fighters is probably no, I mean, my I mean, not DS, I mean, I mean King of Fighters just in general. Oh. It's probably my second favorite 2D fighting franchise. I mean, I mean, I mean, is it really just a straight Street Fighter ripoff, or is there a difference in there? No, it, I mean, it, it's no not... totally Street Fighter ripoff, oh yeah. Alright. Well, I guess that's cool. I it's, mean, I it's really. The Mar- I, I was Capcom versus games are my first favorite 2D fighter, and King of Fighters is second. And and really, I guess King of Fighters is more like Marvel versus Capcom because you can switch characters out. Okay, that, that sounds kind of cool. I mean, I always I, I like the Street Fighter games. I like the versus games, and I like the Mortal Kombat two. Not any other Mortal Kombat. Oh game, yeah, just Mortal, Mortal Kombat, Kombat two, two is good. I hate oh, yeah. once they added combos. Mortal Kombat two is an awesome game. Yeah, uh, fuck off anyone who likes the other games because I only like Mortal Kombat 2. Hell yeah. What about <laughs> Sub-Zero uh, Legends or whatever the hell it's I never called? played that. Was that any good? No. I played that one. Okay, yeah, that's that's what I heard. That's <laughs> awful. Right, um, let, let's move on to the retail releases, which there are a few notable ones. Um, Picross 3D came out hell for yeah. DS. 
And um, I actually, I, I have that game. I believe Lauren's probably still playing it right now. She's basically been playing it for the past, I don't know, four or five days. Um, <laughs> I lost her. Well, well, over the weekend, we fought over the game a lot. <laughs> because, like, someone would play a couple levels, and, like, they'd put the system down, and then be like, oh, shit, she got it. <laughs> and and th this happened way, way too often. <laughs> but it's it's really it's just a really cool game. It's, like, all about, you know, spatial reasoning and using, like, logic to deduce of how many, you know, blocks you have in a row. And the addition of 3D to the Picross is cool. it, it's just so cool. And the game's only $20. There's, like, um, I think 350-plus levels included. And then they're going to have weekly downloadable um, puzzles. I think, I don't know Which if Which will be included on the disc. Yes, yes, most likely. I, actually, I'm not 100% sure. Because oh. um, I actually, I went to uh, Nintendo of America, this New York City office, and checked this game out um, last week. Was and Reggie there? No, no. Um, it was someone from Treehouse um, and a few other PR people. Um, mm. Sadly, no, no Reggie, because I think Reggie's over in San Francisco or L.A. Oh. Or <laughs> Occasionally he might be in New York, but he, he wasn't when I was there. No. But um, he's they, busy. They said, he's they, busy kicking ass and taking names. Yeah, because they said something about how you wouldn't be able to hold all of the puzzles on the cartridge at once. Oh. So I think you might actually download them. And there's That'd 200 cool. ones that will be coming out. Holy I, crap! I, I guess it might be weekly, or it might be like you know a couple every week. I don't know. But I mean, there's there's over 500 puzzles to play through in this game. That's insane. I have probably put. I probably put at. At a minimum, five hours into it. Probably, actually, no, that's bullshit. I, I'm probably <laughs> damn near ten hours. The more I think about it, because I get, I get very anal retentive about not making any mistakes on it, so I can get three yeah, stars. Yeah, I would too. Um, I am about, I think, a hundred and twenty puzzles in. Damn. So I have about two thirds of what's on the game all ready to go. So I imagine I will probably put in fifteen to twenty hours on just that. And I know Lauren, I think, is. Maybe well, probably at this point she's probably fucking done the game, but she's <laughs> she's put probably she's put at least ten hours into it, most likely closer to fifteen. Yeah. And it's really it's it's totally worth twenty bucks if if you're gonna get into it. It's, it's oh, it's so only twenty bucks. Yeah, sold. Wow. And uh, yeah, bad. I mean it's definitely it's totally worth it. And um, Andy's Andy's on the review. Um, he should be getting his copy, and he will be playing it for review. And I I I'm sad he's not here, but. At the same time, he'd probably just fucking punch me in the face because he doesn't have the game yet, and I do. And I know he's been looking forward to it. <laughs> okay, I got to do it for you, punch. Ah, shit. All right. <laughs> Moving on to the other retail releases, we got three more down the pipeline, or four if you count uh, Iron Man 2 for Wii and DS being two separate games, which it technically is. The I version think is I'm on the review for one of these. Um, if if we get review copies, I think is, is yeah. what is the hinging on this. You know what? Which... If we don't, I'm not going to worry about it. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't. Um, but the the Iron Man two on Wii might not be too terrible, depending on who you ask. It's developed by High Voltage, which um, I mean they've worked with Sega in the past on um, on the Conduit and Conduit two. Right. Let's, uh, let's you know break out the stipulation that the first game is the Conduit and the second <laughs> game is Conduit two. Right. Just a weird little thing. But Iron Man two is developed by them, and it's I mean it's developed by them exclusively for Wii, which might be pretty cool. And I mean High Voltage. That they do, you know, work well on the Wii, so I'm I'm glad that Sega used them to play to their strengths in this game. I don't know about the quality of it, I like but that. I think the early impressions High voltage, they do yeah. work on the Wii. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they also made uh, 
the Astro Boy game, so I, I guess oh, that barely counts. But no. they also made Harvey Birdman, which I really mm. enjoyed. Mm. But no, I know I mean, I'm we'll, see, we'll see how it is. Game. I know the the early buzz on this game is that it's not actually that bad, and the DS mm-hmm. version also is supposedly not that bad. It's developed by like DS DS public DS developer extraordinaire Gryptonite Games. I just want to play as uh, Black Widow. Yeah, I don't know if you do. I, mean, I I I'm pretty sure there was co-op with War Machine. Nice. One, if not both games. I'm really excited to see the movie. Um, I'll probably I see know, it at right? midnight tomorrow night. Yeah. Although oh, I've man. heard, um, from what I've been reading about the early buzz, it's not as good as the first one, but I don't really give a shit. I think Me it's going to be really cool. Yeah, I'm just excited. I, I like movies. <laughs> and the third uh, the third title that we'll be going over that's coming out um, should be in stores right now after two delays, Dementium 2. I will be um, getting the review copy of this. Yes. I, I played um, a preview yeah. card of it. Oh, okay, you actually did get the preview card? I did. Can I talk about that now? Yeah, yeah, talk about it. It was really, really good. Um, um, it was, well, these well, guys the... These guys have obviously learned a lot over all the DS FPSs they've done. Yeah, because um, cause Dementium the Ward that came out, what, like three years ago? Didn't you do the review for that for the yeah, site? Yeah, I did. And it was, um, it was, it, it had a really solid base, but it just had some really middling, uh, bad parts like a nearly useless map and virtually no save points and every time you die you start all the way over at the level. And then they had Moon which came out I believe uh, a year and a half yep. ago. I know and you I'll also reviewed, reviewed that. that. And, that and now, now this is I guess their, their third first person shooter. And, and how exactly does this improve on everything else and you know what makes it potentially very good? Well there are save points all over the freaking place. That's good. nice. I love um, save points. There is a map that doesn't get in the way and it's not confusing. Um, but what I really like about it is they've really pumped up the atmosphere. And these guys have learned, they, they've made the DS hardware sing. Um, there's some really an- good ambient noise. There's really fan- it's just great graphics. Everything looks fantastic. Um, I, and, and everything looks run down and there's good texture work. It's weird to say that. It's good texture work on a 3D DS game. Yeah. Uh, but, but the, the... The demo stopped, um, I mean, I think the whole game was on the cart, but um, I couldn't play the whole thing. Um, but, I mean, there's outdoor levels now, and, and it's not midnight, so you, it's not like you're just in a dark room and you're outside. It's, yeah. there, there's snowy levels, you're, uh, there's all sorts of cool-looking monsters, like there's a, uh, there, one, of the, one of the kind of standard zombie monsters looks like something from Hellraiser. <laughs> is is just really cool and uh like the the first boss is this quadrupedal giant head with uh spikes kind of scythes for limbs and um it it's got chains on it and and kind of the S&M again looks kind of like <laughs> something out of Hellraiser um but it it just oh man I I could talk much more about how great it is but you should go buy it if you liked moon and moon was great uh go buy this game too yeah i mean i've always wanted to check one of those games out i've just never really been sold on uh first person shooters on ds but it seems like if someone were to make a first a good first person shooter on ds these are the guys that have done yeah. it and probably will do it yeah i was just gonna say you know it would be really cool i mean if they if they've been getting the ds to sing and i i would imagine that the 3ds would have a similar architecture to it i would love to see them Move yeah. on from working on this to working on a on a near launch 3DS game. I think they could they could do something really cool with that. That would be cool. 
I, I, I hope Nintendo gave them a development kit or something along those lines because I doubt I, it. I... <laughs> yeah, I'm very I'm very uh, excited to get the review copy and play through the whole game. Yeah, I believe you, you should that should be coming in if if it hasn't come in yet, it should be coming in soon. So yeah. uh, I, I, I look forward to your thoughts on that and we'll probably be talking about it on the next episode. Hell yeah. And uh we'll close it off with one more game that uh we actually uh Matt Blunden, um uh, staff writer Matt Blunden, he submitted a draft for this, so it should be edited and up probably before you even hear this, I I hope. But uh, 2010 FIFA World Cup South Africa, which is uh, the Wii version, is from what I've heard, it's pretty much FIFA 10, but with some new additions. And I reviewed FIFA 10 back in the fall, and it's a pretty kick-ass arcade soccer game, a hell of a lot better than Academy of Champions. Um, I gave it a nine, and really, I mean, it's it's a mixture of sim- it's it's still a sim-styled arcade game. Or a sim-styled soccer game, but it's it's very arcadey. It's it's it, I would compare it to how how Madden was last year as well, hmm. where it has kind of a cartoony art style, and but it features you know it's not like you can go around and slide tackle everyone because that's not how it is in real soccer, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> but it it does it it it's a very good mixture of the the arcade style and like I mean the, like the 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 pitch is smaller, I believe that's the term. Um, and it's it's just a good it's a good mixture of the the sensibilities of arcade games and simulation games with soccer, and I imagine that uh the the Wii version will uh, be the same with some new additions that I don't know about, but they're there. And uh, my it... sister's actually going to the World Cup in South Africa. Nice. So, uh, Wait, going it's... as in playing yes, or going? Yes, as in, as in really? going. She was actually she was in Germany for the last one, and she loved the crap out of uh being there. So um. She, she's going there, I guess. Uh, wow. She'll be leaving next month. Wow, that's so, awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a hell of a freaking plane ride. I think it's like almost an entire mm, day of flight, yeah. but it should be cool as hell. should be worth it. Yeah. Now, why doesn't and, uh, Sega hurry up and make a sequel to Sega Soccer Slam? Oh, my God. Well, because well, that development team, I believe, makes Skate now. Oh. I darn. think so. I think they're owned by EA, because I think they went on from Sega Soccer Slam to work on the Burnout series? Nobody gives a shit about Skate. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think Skate's a cool game, but uh, I really... Well, I played the demo for Skate 3. Um, I was actually... That, that was one of my potential new business to- topics in the uh, the the episode of uh, RFN Newscast right. that we did right. last time. But uh, the Skate 3 demo was really cool, and then I realized that I never played Skate 2, and I've been kind of operating in uh, what I used to operate with Tony Hawk games. Where I would never get this year's Tony Hawk game, I'd always get last year's, so I'd get the game for about ten, twenty dollars. Oh yeah, yeah. And it was awesome because I'd be like, "Oh, there's a new Tony Hawk game coming out," and I'd just get last year's version. It'd be like, <laughs> and that's kind of like what I am with Skate because around when Skate Two came out, that's when I tried out Skate One, and then Skate Two, I was like, "Well, I just played Skate. I don't want to go out and get Skate Two. So now I'll probably go out and get Skate Two because I, I like <laughs> skateboarding games generally when they're good. I like Tony Hawk Rod. <laughs> Going but back to the. Uh... Sorry, sorry guys. Um, going back to the Sega Soccer Slam sequel, technically there are two of them. It's just that they're called Mario Strikers. That's the problem. That's well, true. Well, I, I wouldn't say that because really, Next Level Games is not Black Box. And I mean, I, I love the Mario Strikers games, but they're they're not Sega Soccer Slam. Just straight up. They, they, not at all. As someone who eats, sleeps, and breathes arcade soccer games, Every time I see my friends, and we're like, "Yeah, let's play some arcade soccer games." Like that, they are very, very different games. 
like Sega Soccer Slam is that there's something a lot a lot simpler about that because it's less complicated. But I think that Mario Strikers Charge is probably one of the most hardcore sports games I've ever played. Really? Like, I mean, if you just think about like every, like that game is just like if you're playing on a high difficulty level, which that that game doesn't really allow you to play on an easy difficulty level because as you go through that that single player tournament mode, pretty much like once you hit the second tournament, it's like hell. And the third oh. tournament, it's it's oh. even more hell. And playing online, or even playing with people that know what they're doing, it's like you you cannot afford to miss a step. It's it's a really really intense game. It's a really really good game. The problem with Psycho is that we were afraid of playing it in a group of friends because we were so afraid that it would be so hardcore, so intense that if we play the game, we will, we will be like fighting each other over a goal, like go and say fuck you, <laughs> and then we start like a soccer riot in the basement. <laughs> no, but I I really like our, I really like arcade soccer games, but Sig Soccer Slam is one of a kind. Yeah, I still stand by. Um, Tiny Toon Adventures Acme All Stars is <laughs> the greatest arcade soccer game <laughs> ever made. Oh man, they're taking but, me back. Did you actually play that game? Hell yeah, the the Tiny Toons game. Yeah, yeah, the, the sports Dude, game that had like soccer, and basketball. All I, mean, I didn't I didn't play the basketball one. The soccer the soccer is incredible. Yeah. And that like, was on I, Super I, Nintendo, right? No, that was Genesis. I think there may oh, have been two Genesis? games. And I think there's a difference between them, but I forget what. Oh, okay. I know I played a Tiny Toon sports game on the Super Nintendo. Um, and I also I, played, you know, one of the best platformers on the NES was the Tiny Toon Adventures NES game. I've, yeah. I've never played that. I've been I've been getting real big into uh, like getting those old licensed games. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the those old kind of Disney uh, Warner NES games yeah. are really. Fantastic. I, I went on I went on a big uh, like um, I guess a mild bender with them because um, <laughs> I went to a flea market and at like one of the people at the flea market they they had a bunch of old like NES and Super Nintendo games. I ended up getting uh, Aladdin on SNES. Um, oh. I think Mickey's Magical Quest. If that's the, I don't know if that's the name. Isn't there a difference? There was another there was another Super Nintendo Mickey game that I got. I got Mickey Mania. On NES and oh, uh, Chip and Dale, which uh, we talked about on yeah, um, one, on of, the one of the one of the casts. I think the is, isn't there cast. a difference between the uh, SNES and Genesis versions of Aladdin? Yeah, and it's weird. Um, I would actually compare the the Super Nintendo Genesis game more to like a Prince of Persia style game. Yeah, it's a lot more. It's a lot more adventure-y, Whereas I, I I actually I still prefer the Genesis game, even though I, I've been told I've been wrong. I believe Johnny Metz told told me I was wrong straight <laughs> up, even though I was like I just really liked the Genesis one a lot, and I think that has to do a lot with nostalgia because I had that game when I was younger and I I completely loved it. But that's more of an action game, yeah. whereas the Super Nintendo one is is a lot more adventurous. They're, they're both really cool, but you can tell that the Aladdin like the the Aladdin one it, it was made it was made by people in the West, whereas the or the Aladdin on Genesis was made by people in the West, whereas I believe the the Aladdin on Super Nintendo was made by Capcom Japan or some team oh. there, and you can really tell. Because huh. I think uh, Virgin Interactive, which I believe one of the dudes who made Earthworm Jim, I think worked on the Aladdin game on Genesis, but they're Earthworm they're both they're both fantastic. Jim. Nice. All right, we, we have we have rambled on for far too long. I. I really Ramble hope, on. Andy, that you that you cut some of this out. I think you have stingers <laughs> for like the next three years throughout this entire episode. And um, yeah, uh, I guess I will. Uh, I'll do my little pimping here. Read Extra Life. It's up uh, every Wednesday 
Um, generally in the morning, today was a little later because of uh, I'll blame school for that one. And uh, yeah, we have we have the WeWare feature next week. Uh, Pedro's film strip memories. Um, yes. We we got a lot of stuff coming up on the horizon. Um, we got E3 in a month, guys. That's crazy. That's going to um, be insane. Yes, I, I, I really, I, I can't wait. Zelda 3DS. I might actually get to play Metroid. Sorry, Zach. <laughs> I'll live vicariously through you. Yes, I, I will tell you all about it. I'll be yes. sure to like text you and be like, playing Metroid, it's awesome. And I'll text you back <laughs> and just say, F you. <laughs> you'll, just have, you'll just have a fuck you message written out to me. Right. That, that will be saved so you can just click a button on your phone and <laughs> send it out to me. That's right, that's right. But... Yeah, um, by the by the time you next hear me on this show, I will have graduated college. Whoa. And you'll be so, educated and unemployed. Yes. Well, uh, I don't know. I have some job things out there, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Um, and I guess, uh, yeah, that that's uh, for, for Neil Ronahan at Nintendo World Report. That's the end of uh, Newscast Episode 17. Uh, Pedro, thank, thanks for coming on. <laughs> and uh, we'd love really to have you on you sometime again. I, I love having yes. new people on the show. It's always yeah. fun. We've had three three episodes in a row with new people on the show. I'll be That's I'll true, be kind of yeah. bummed out if next week well, yeah, we're well. I hope it's the regular crew, but because actually uh, I found out that um I was I was doing the the math and I actually won't be on oh okay. after next week's show I won't be on or two weeks from now show I won't be on for almost a month. Really? Yeah, because I'll be away oh. and then E three would be the next episode. Oh, of course, yeah. But, oh, okay. Yeah. Um. That's it for NWR Newscast, episode 17. Uh, See you guys next time. Adios. Bye. Ciao. Although, Neil, Neil, what do you use... What do you put your Wii, uh, your remote on when you tap? Because I can't find a, like, perfect surface right. to tap on. I guess, you know, Andy's not here to watch us, so let's just go on a fucking tangent. Um, yes. When I got Let's Tap, I, I bought it while drunk. <laughs> like, uh, th- th- there was there was two weeks and Oh, we lost Pedro's Pedro. gone. Um, this is going to get cut out, shit. Oh, there he is. All right. Alright, uh, so so mo- continuing, now that Pedro's back, uh, I bought Let's Tap while drunk. There was a period, uh, I guess that was that was June or May last year, where um, I was visiting my friends at, at their school. They recently got an apartment, and, uh, you know, we'd drink, and then my one friend would always come late from work, and he would get there later, and then we would go out to um, Walmart, and inevitably I would be drunk, and I bought Boom Blocks, and the next week I bought Let's Tap. And so with Let's Tap, like, you know, we're, we're listening to the theme song as we're driving. My friend's ready to kill us. And, and then we get there, and we just basically, like, we found, like, an empty um, DVD box that, that one of us tapped on. We, I think someone was using, like, the literal cable box to tap on, like, not, like, like a cardboard box, like the cable box. Um, yeah. And we got very creative, and I think at one point, two people were sharing the same box. So awesome. that, that's what I used. That's awesome. I use a Kleenex box, but it's not big enough. <laughs> All right. Pedro, Pedro, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm sorry about that. Uh, Technical difficulties. Right, that... This is live. This is live. <laughs> I, think, right. I think we should, Neil, we should do a feature for maybe for the next uh, it's, it's... Extra Life. 
where we both buy games um, while plastered. Oh my god. And, and just see what happens. I, I might have to do that. I might have to, like, get someone to drive me to a GameStop when I'm drunk. <laughs> Probably sometime between graduation and, like, E3. I know. Oh my god. But, but uh, let, let, let's, let's get back on track here. Um, okay. Let's talk about shit that no one cares about.